are now listening to Soul Search Podcast with Ava and Marcella. A podcast dedicated to exploring mental health issues in relation to race, identity, and culture. Africa. Oh God, I don't remember. Oh, Jumbo. Oh. And then the pretty, the good-looking black people, as they label them in the cafeteria yes. scene, they're just like looking Girl, at her man. like she's crazy. What is Jumbo? Jumbo. <laughs> okay. I think that's what she says anyway. Um, what did they say in Oh Konnichiwa? Konnichiwa. <laughs> Ciao. Here. Ciao. Mm-hmm. That's what they say in Italy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, fr- it's, it's, it's like almost like, like no. aloha, like hello and goodbye. Oh, Ciao. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. I we know. gotta get acclimated. Okay, <laughs> acclimation station. We are here. <laughs> we're, we're trying to be here, <laughs> sharing um, a microphone yet again. Yes, we are trying to learn learn how to fix this up like updates on a computer change everything they really do and apple just be doing that without our permission i didn't ask for that that happened to my phone the other day and i woke up and it was like we've updated you and i'm like i didn't approve this yeah Hmm. because sometimes it'll jack things up like it did my setup with with our software but we're figuring it out and y'all can hear us and that's what matters and i'm gonna play with it and be a pretend sound engineer and get it going in that way yay so yeah we are here today to talk about another character yay from a okay so we talked about an abc character before oh yeah Rebel this Johnson. is true this is another abc character well ABC but is just on it yeah it's like okay yeah abc family like mm-hmm. this show mm-hmm. we've talked about before it was one of one of us it was feeding our soul at one point i feel like or we just brought it up i can't remember i think it was feeding mine but it was so funny because i was so against you the opposed. show until you convinced me and now it's like one of my favorites yeah so we um we're talking about the fosters but the character we're going to look at today is mariana or as they say on um, uh-huh. Trouble, Mariana. Mariana. Or Miss Thing. Miss Thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good Trouble. They call her Mariana. Yeah, huh? the Poor guys thing. at work. Right? Oh, no, they're so mean. He does that on purpose, too. I don't like him. <laughs> so, Mariana Foster was introduced on the show The Fosters mm-hmm. when ABC Family, well, Freeform now was ABC Family, something uh-huh. like that. And um, what she was probably fifteen when we first met her. Yes. And now she's on one. Of, she's the starring one of the starring characters in Good, Good Trouble. Trouble, and she's like a young adult. Yes. Okay. And she's played by Sierra Ramirez, mm-hmm. um, who is like 
you know, a female powerhouse. I really like her. Yeah. And she, um, I want to see her in more, too. I know. Like, I should see her in She's really movie. great. Yeah. yeah. She's very, like, sings, dances, like, good actress. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she's on it. She's, she's on, on it. it. Um, so, breaking down Mariana, like, we're introduced to her in a very, I mean, the show was basically, like, you know, Callie's a big deal in the show. Yeah. And Jude. And they come into this family. They're fostered. Mm-hmm. by the fosters they end up being adopted by them mm-hmm. that's where the corniness comes in i know in. i forgot about that that Ooh, was like so my, my first like <laughs> i was like wait a minute these people called the fosters have foster children yeah. like i you cannot see that, huh? i cannot um so they come in and mariana is already there mariana and her twin brother jesus mm-hmm. and brandon is that it yeah i think that's Why it i didn't that think point. there were more children okay no, that's it that. that's all there is <laughs> so they come in and Mariana and Callie, like, Mariana's the only girl. Mm-hmm. Mind you, they're being raised by two women. Yes, that's true. And she's, like, the only daughter they have. So she gets to experience having, like, another sister or, mm-hmm. or having a sister, mm-hmm. having another woman in the house, another young lady in the house. And she adjusts uniquely throughout it. But she seemed to be very, like, yeah. welcoming. No, she to was Callie. super. Which, and I think that's an interesting because from previews like before I watched the show mm-hmm. I really put her in a bratty mm-hmm. jerk category like I don't know why which is unfortunate like I think that just shows how sometimes characterizations like roles what the what we'll assume of like female characters because that's what we've been taught in society so mm-hmm. I thought she was going to be like the brat and like a me and like you know how um on tv shows or movies they'll be like oh I'm really nice to you but I'm really like sabotaging you yes. I thought it was going to be like that but no mm-hmm. she was like really sweet like she wanted a sister like she wanted to have a relationship with Callie and I think throughout what we've seen with mariana like she has really good intentions like she she is always trying to follow her heart do Mm -hmm. the best thing do what's right like Mm -hmm. she she has a really strong i think moral compass i think she she doesn't i think in comparison to callie she doesn't find herself in too much um trouble yeah (laughs) for real yeah she doesn't yeah she she kind of just tries to rectify when she can yeah Mm-hmm. And she she just seems to be one of those characters that like she has it together in some ways, you know, like like mm-hmm. you said, strong moral compass, very like about her about her business. Mm-hmm. Like Mariana is all up in everything. Like every season we see her doing something different. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of it, like she's doing great in all these areas. Like we get to see her be awesome in school when it came to like math and science her tech stuff mm-hmm. she was on. in the musical she was in the musical <laughs> that what, didn't brandon write it or something? yes He's oh my so god sick, with like, like his inspiration of Kelly. oh my good get it out <laughs> Ugh, okay that's the only hang up about that show yes. but anyway yes she does that she's like this dancing type like she sings she does this she does that like she's a good student but then you also have this like identity focus with her Mm -hmm. like she's being raised by two women one of them who is a white woman the other who is an african-american woman well she's mixed right isn't isn't mama biracial Yes. yes so she's being raised by them mostly with them i can't remember when they were adopted 
They were adopted, I like think, like three or four, mm-hmm. maybe maybe a little bit older. I think we have a flashback to some background information for Mariana and Jesus. Like, I think they, you know, their mother um, was addicted to substances. Mm-hmm. Um, dad, I think, was out the picture kind yeah. of situation. And um, I think their their mom, Stephanie, who's a police officer, came across them when they were at the precinct like they were dropped off at or something like that they or maybe their mom anna was arrested their biological Mm -hmm. mom anna was arrested or something like that and that's how they came across them i think they began to foster them and then ultimately adopted them i'm remembering Um, now and it seems like the dynamic with mariana and her twin jesus was jesus was really protector of her like Mm -hmm. always like i think we kind of got some background information early on in the series but he was really like protector of her like and and i think because of that she wasn't didn't have this image of anna as like a really terrible terrible person like Mm -hmm. she was protected from a lot so she missed mom and in the beginning of the show we see her like want for a connection with her biological mom whereas jesus doesn't really have yeah. that yeah like he resisted it at one mm-hmm. point i remember like was him really finding resentful. out about her seeing their mom mm-hmm. and and him being very like what are you doing that for mm-hmm. like she did this to us she did that to us mm-hmm. like she's an alcoholic she's an addict whatever mm-hmm. and mariana like trusting anna again and mm-hmm. again and we get to see them have like a roller coaster of a mm-hmm. relationship throughout every season of the show. Mm-hmm. Like Anna's in it up until like the end. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. Like toward the very end, which is really cool. Like mm-hmm. they have the. It's it's interesting. Like she is angry with Anna. She's she wants to have a connection mm-hmm. with her. She has moments where they're like friends like it's really yeah i remember the a point where they were like friends Mm -hmm. and it was really neat to me like how she trusted in her and then the her moms were able to like allow that at at one point Mm because it was a struggle Mm -hmm. because that was the only thing i can remember in one episode also all her romances (laughs) y'all i can't keep track like there were a lot of romances for her. There was a lot of, like, yeah, little romances, I little think. There ones. was nothing super serious, though, except for Matt. Oh, I love Matt. And who else? Oh, yeah, she had, yeah. I can't remember these people's names. But, yeah, she had a few. She had a few. She had Matt. I remember Nick. That was the big one. Nick was another kind was the of guy who, big one. Yes. Um, but for different reasons. Also, she lost her virginity to Wyatt, yes. which was Callie's man. Yes. Okay. Callie's little boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That was a funny little time because mm-hmm. it was a mess. She and he was like in love, like wanted to be with her. Mm-hmm. So she had a mess where she it was Matt and him, huh? Kind of like yeah. compete, not competing, but vying for her affection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that was messy. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's probably the messiest she's been. That yeah, and mm-hmm. she you could tell like she was in a state of like, oh my goodness, I can't believe myself. Mm-hmm. Why did I do that kind mm-hmm. of thing? But she has of course these are teenagers first of all they're teenage people who like have these ups and downs of emotions very impulsive activity because first of all it's a drama television show like there's Mm -hmm. gonna be impulsivity all up and through it and she just she always had this way of like making you feel for her yeah (laughs) like i always i never was like i'm sick of her mariana Mm -hmm. making me mad 
Never did I feel like that about her. No, and it's interesting because I really thought that's what she was going to be. I thought she was going to be the infuriating Mm -hmm. character, but she really wasn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there were, at times, her and Jesus really get in it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just different. I, I wish I could remember a specific instance, but I do remember there was times where, oh, well, Jesus started dating her best friend or her oh, really good yeah. friend and then Emma right Emma oh was no he was dating and Lexi also Lexi he started dating Lexi that was the problem and then later on he started dating Emma they become friends and then Jesus has you know yep. traumatic brain injury and all this stuff it's a it's a it's a dramatic show yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah they've had their ups and downs and he he is I think though their their relationship you see a lot of his exhaustion with her like because he I think constantly feels like he has had to protect her and be the kind of not responsible one because she's responsible in a lot of ways but in terms of like their childhood stuff he Mm -hmm. was the one who stepped up but then as a teenager he begins to rebel and doing all these things and then she calls him out yeah but then he doesn't want to respond to her so they have a really at time, a loving, protective, but at times like tumultuous relationship. Yes. At, at certain times, I think they're both very protective of each other. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely times where they butt heads. They did quite a few, mm-hmm. mostly because of things like, from what I saw. Like mm-hmm. Jesus would, didn't want her to do certain things; she didn't want him to do right. certain things. Right. Exactly. There was this true like brother sister, mm-hmm. especially twin thing going mm-hmm. on. Like they had the little twin thing happening. Yeah, they did. Even though they look nothing alike, it was so. I love how they put them together. Mm-hmm. Like they're just. They're, I love them. Um. Probably like my two faves on the show. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Those are my two, two faves. Them yeah. and Mama. Like, oh, yeah. Make You're my right. heart because Mama went through so much. And Ma, both of them. Um, oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> it's sad. The main every, character, uh, Callie, is the one who like works my nerves. Like, and Brandon. You know uh. Uh. <laughs> but Callie, like, okay, I like Callie more on Good Trouble. Even though, like, right, okay, we're going to get there. Because I'm going to get ahead of myself. <laughs> so, Mariana being her and Anna, her and Jesus. Also, like, the whole quinceanera moment. Like, that was oh yeah a big deal yeah, on the show. it was I think that was season one. Yes, I think it was like one of the early episodes. Yes, and that was like, you know, her really wanting to do that and her mom and mama really like being supportive of it. You know, Stephanie is always the one that's more... (laughs) <laughs> the, the police officer mm-hmm. mom she was always like very rational mm-hmm. and like didn't really base things off of emotion mm-hmm. whereas mama was always yeah she's just more softy and Lena, emotional right? mm-hmm. yeah Lena's always like you know well the kids you know they need this and she there was a, a clip that I to refresh my memory I watched it and it was of Mariana trying on her dress mm-hmm. And the lady mm-hmm. who owned the store was like, well, your dad can wear, your dad needs to wear a tie that matches your dress kind of thing. And Mariana was looking real awkward. So was Mama. Lexi, her best friend, who I really like Lexi. Yeah. <laughs> Lexi was like, in Spanish, saying, you know, she has two moms. Mm-hmm. And the lady looked like, oh, what? Excuse me? Uh-huh. And she was like, Yeah. And she was like, well, a close family friend Mm. will suffice, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. thing, the lady in the store. And then (laughs) 
Lexi was like, well, no, she's going to dance with her mom. It's like, Mariana didn't speak up for mm-hmm. that. And I think it was like an uncomfortable moment for her because Lexi, who she's also, is Lexi also Mexican? She, I don't, her they family didn't identify the, that. I don't know if they gave a country of origin. For some reason, I want to say Honduran. Maybe for some so. reason, I want to say that. I want to say that they were deported and she went back to Honduras. Yes, that's yeah. what it was. Okay. Yeah. So she, she's like very tied to her mm-hmm. cultural mm-hmm. roots like and there's some things with them too as well throughout the sh- throughout the little bit of time we mm-hmm. had Lexi on the show there were some moments where like you saw the difference in how they were raised mm-hmm. and Lexi's parents being the little bit that we saw of them them being more like very traditional mm-hmm. and Mariana's family is not but Lexi being grow, growing up in a more traditional mm-hmm. household being like no this is what she's gonna do she felt more comfortable it was so unique to me it was yeah. interesting like how Mariana didn't say anything mm-hmm. and I think they did that for a reason mm-hmm. like she didn't know what to say because she wants to be able to be a part of the culture do you yeah. know what I'm saying like she was yeah. trying to keep it as like even keel as possible right exactly because she knows she really wants this and doesn't want it to be an uncomfortable experience for her whereas lexi's like you know kind of fending for her friend like she's a good friend even though she (laughs) slept with jesus and did all kinds of foolishness with him yes did she get pregnant or they just had maybe they, they thought she was gonna be or maybe they, they got thought, the plan b yes he got plan b was it her or was and it the Emma? mom found it oh yeah you're right did jesus get two girls y'all if you watch know. the fosters help us remember because <laughs> jesus was out here he really was <laughs> he, but really I don't know. he was like jesus was like look here i am um, but you're right. I think you bring like I think when we meet Mariana, she is very she's more um, not confrontational. She wants to get along with everybody. She wants to be popular. Yes. She wants mm-hmm. to just really have like the kind of like cheesy high school experience. Like yes. she wants to go to prom and she wants to date and she wants to she she's very social and. Mm-hmm um doesn't want to make waves and and then i think as we see her develop over time she does kind of grow into a person who becomes more comfortable with confrontation and 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 who can stand up for herself and kind of knows what she wants i think it takes her a while because Mm -hmm. for a long time she does kind of move between that wanting to be popular so badly like she wants to be the oh yeah i mean she dyes her hair blonde she joins the dance team which she loves to dance so that's not what but like the blonde thing it was really like trying to fit in and it didn't look right it just wasn't for her and i feel like i remember other characters saying things to her about it like what are you doing yeah and i was so glad that they did Mm -hmm. that because it helped us it helped us Mm -hmm. to see like in that season Mm because i was trying to remember okay like this was i think season two like toward the end yeah and she was very like she was on a little dance team Mm -hmm. Jesus was what wrestling Mm -hmm. and there was all kinds of stuff with their school going Mm -hmm. on so Mariana this was a big moment that I had forgotten about the fact that she went on a date with Matt because she was dating Matt Mm -hmm. and Matt was super accepting I cannot remember Matt's ethnic background either I want to say like a Pacific Islander okay yeah something like that something like Mm -hmm. that or maybe and even he, Japanese. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember but either. it was such a diverse show. It's mm-hmm. such a diverse. Even the Good Trouble is very diverse too. Mm-hmm. It's just so good with that. So what was really neat was that he took her to a Mexican festival. Like, and she kept saying like it was it was kind of confusing for me because she kept saying like, 
I don't identify with my Latin roots like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, she didn't know who Frida Kahlo was. Mm-hmm. And, like, most people know who Frida Kahlo is. Yeah. Because she's, like, this international, like, very famous, iconic figure. Mm-hmm. An artist. Okay, so she's, like, mad at him because he brought to her attention that, like, you don't know who Frida Kahlo is. And she's very defensive. In the I sense. think she just felt a lot of shame. She did. With not being connected to her she roots. Did. Which is funny because the show, I think, kind of messed up on that because they introduce us and they're, like, speaking Spanish. You yeah. know what I mean? And then they kind of take, they backtrack. And it's, like... She, I think they started off and it was like, oh, are they connected to their roots? And like, this is like, you know, Mm -hmm. they speak Spanish and yada, yada, yada. And then kind of as the show goes on, we see like, yeah, they're not connected because they weren't raised in that. So how could they be? And then, you know, her journey to, you know, get connected with her biological mother and eventually father and Mm -hmm. then her grandparents. um, I think that kind of brings her a little bit more into the culture. But yeah, she struggles with that. Like she... I mean, it's not how she was raised, but then people look at her and her name and they see her as that. Yeah. And she, it was a neat moment. Like, I'd forgotten about that. I remembered the whole thing with her and Matt and how she got very defensive with him. But then there's this, like, other layer to it where she sees Anna and, God, what is... um Brandon's dad's name. Oh, um... Mike. Yes. I love him. I do, too. Oh, and I like him and Anna together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're together and they're working. They stay. They run into Mariana. Mariana sees Mike and she's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? And Anna turns around yeah. and she's like, excuse me? Like, what? And Mike is like, well, we're working our programs together. For mm-hmm. you. I'm forgetting, like, Mike was an alcoholic. Like, mm-hmm. he had a very long alcoholic history. Um, so they're like having their little moment and then Mariana finds Matt because she's like, I can't do this. She's trying to talk to them. Mike is like, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. And she's like, no, I don't, I can't, I can't handle this right now. So then you get to see like, they kind of wrap it all up into one when she sees Matt and he's like, what's up with you? Was Mm -hmm. it because you saw that woman? Who was Mm -hmm. that woman? And she's like, that was my mom. And she's the only tie to my culture that I have. Mm -hmm. And I hate her Mm -hmm. right now. So she says I hate her, but it was like a right now moment. Because like she had lied to her. Anna was like very heavy into her addiction, like struggling left and right. Then she, she, it was so sweet, like working with addiction in the past. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. She's like, I'm, I'm 60 days, Mariana. And Mariana's like, I don't care about your 60 days. <laughs> and it was like, why are you doing this to your mom? Oh, no. And so like, they have this big moment where it's like, Matt understands her. Mm-hmm. And I love mm-hmm. Matt. Okay. Like Matt. They were together for a while. A while. And I don't even remember how they ended. I think they went, him and Brandon went and did their band thing. And then remember, we jumped forward into the future a little bit. And then it just like didn't work out. Remember, they had a little back and forth. Yeah. Like they were going to go on tour Mm -hmm. and they were going to stay together. But then it wound up not working out. Remember, they jump to when Jude graduates or something like that. Yeah. And they're all grown. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Weird. Oh dear. So yeah, her having her stuff with him. Um, what other things about Mariana? Mariana. Mariana. I mean, I think, and so with her, I think overall we see the school stuff and mm-hmm. what she's trying to do there, her popularity, but then she really gets into this tech and coding and, yeah. and all that. And um, she joins like this robotics team and she, that's when I think it got a little, she got a little, little, um, 
type A with that. She just got very controlling with that Mm -hmm. and just wanted to win, wanted to win, wanted Mm -hmm. to beat the other team. And so I think, you know, that she's, I like that they give her so many, um, there's so many sides to her. You know, yes. she, we have this this girl who really wants to be liked and who wants to be pretty and who mm-hmm. wants to dress cute and all this stuff. But she has like this really brilliant mind and she's really smart and she engages with it. She doesn't push it away. She doesn't really dumb herself down, I don't think. Ever. I mean, may, maybe there was an instance or two with a boy mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. but really overall in the show, she engages with that. Um, and then we have, you know this struggle she has with her mom and stuff but then she's been through just like some trauma and she goes to therapy and she's doing emdr therapy at one point and and um because she had a you know rocky relationship with this with this guy nick who becomes really obsessive about her and um so she has some trauma from that but yeah she she's so she's been through a lot but overall i think she she stays true to who she is um she just really tries to be, I think, a good friend mm-hmm. and um, and a good sister, good daughter. You know, her. I think fa- family to her is so important. It is. Her her adopted family and the family that you know she like she's been kind of um, she created, I guess. But yeah. then also, you know, her biological family and those roots. She really wants to engage with those on both sides. She does. Mm-hmm. And then she joins the roller derby team. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. With um oh my gosh I loved her what's her name the friend and then her and Callie oh, become yeah. close oh my gosh not um Ziomato was her name or maybe no? I feel like I need to look it up which I love that name it makes me think of um Jane the Virgin let's see so she was like the captain of the roller derby team and it was like she was just like badass like yeah, oh, yeah she was great cool with her because of the deportation stuff was going on and yeah her parents and they had a safe space they were in a church it was this big thing because you know callie was kind of like the savior sometimes like it, they pictured they depicted her as like this oh you know, jimena yes. poppy and jimena yeah i know poppy. it was something with an x was it was poppy a, the sister poppy's the, the sister. sister yeah well and th- isn't okay so and for some reason i can't remember how mariana it's like isn't it kind of like a secret thing like she wants mm-hmm. to join this roller derby team she, and she wants to be her moms yeah and her moms are kind of like they see bruises on her and they're like what the heck like what yeah. are you doing and i can't remember how she exactly gets engaged with it i think she meets him in a, and she's like oh my god like and it's another way of her connecting to her culture exactly. because it's a primarily latina yeah. team mm-hmm. and then her friend emma who was dating jesus at the time yeah Joined, and I think there's some jealousy with that. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. and I think that's another aspect of Mariana. She, she all, she is trying to find her her niche. Yeah. Whether it's the robotics, whether it's the dance team, whether it's the, um, you know, the roller derby, and then she freak, she hates it when someone comes and quote unquote steals her shine, and it does happen to her a lot. I will say, like throughout the entire, mm-hmm. just yeah, the whole series, exactly. there's something. There's something. Um, and then Poppy, doesn't Poppy, Poppy's an artist, right? And her and Jimena, I think, is the right, artist. Right, right. Jimena yeah. is the mm-hmm. artist, and her and she's older. Yeah. And yeah, it was just, oh no, I love that. I forgot about that. Yeah, part. that was towards the end of the series towards when the that, end. and that, um, yeah, her and Callie become close, and um, they, you know, 
uh, Jimena and her parents, well, her parents, I think, get taken into you mm-hmm. know custody for being um, undocumented. I think the sister lived, was born. Poppy She's, was yeah, fine. Yeah, was fine. But then Jimena was like in this limbo. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was an interesting, you know, plot that they put into the story. But it, I think it all started with... Um, Jimena was a student at the college, so Callie got connected to her that way. Yes. And somehow the roller derby became a thing, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of like, that was a really cool season. Mm-hmm. It was. All of them were having different things going on and trying to figure out like what they wanted to do and things like that. It was mm-hmm. really neat. And Mariana, like, moving into the future, like the, the Fosters, how they jumped all the way. Mm-hmm. To when they were grown people, mm-hmm. like in their, they were all twenty something. Yeah, right? I think they all like recent. Well, her and Callie graduated from college, mm-hmm. and Jesus was doing his thing. Yeah, I can't remember what Jesus was doing. The contracting business, I think, yes. with the dad, and then Brandon was getting married. Brandon was getting yes. married, and that's how Callie met. What's his name? Oh yeah, Jamie. Jamie, mm-hmm. I always forget. Look, Jamie, wasn't he on? He's familiar. Awkward on MTV. He was. He oh was my awkward. God. <gasps> he right. was Maddie McKibben. Oh my God. Y'all, Maddie he McKibben like the, is Jamie. He was the yeah. popular boy, huh? That. And then she was like the weird, well, she yeah. awkward girl. The awkward yeah. girl. <gasps> I forgot about that. Yep, Maddie McKibben. Wow, that's cool. Yep. Because hmm. I, I had to think know. about it, it just hit me. And I think I had thought about that before, but I'd forgotten. So, yeah, Jamie. <laughs> And then she, okay, moving into Good Trouble. Mm -hmm. We get there, right? And this is like a show that's still on. We still got episodes coming out new. I'm I'm ready for this next season because it got really good. Like seeing them, knowing what we know about them. And like they pull things in from the Fosters sometimes. Mm -hmm. Which is really neat. Like you really get to see these characters like I feel like I have no questions about Mariana I don't like I because oh, she's yeah. just so we, transparent she is so flushed out yeah so flushed out yeah she's pretty transparent I mm-hmm. mean yeah we know we they got her like nailed down like, yeah mm-hmm. they do Callie a little bit but this is about Mariana though mm-hmm. so Mariana is like helping because I feel like what Mariana kind of took the reins on everything. Because she's mm-hmm. the one who got them the place to live, the yeah, coterie. Yeah. And she's like, all right, we're going to live at this coterie. Mm-hmm. It's like a community. She didn't even really know, I don't think. No, she just knew Gael She just kind of took a chance. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she just took a chance. Which well, Homegirl will do some things for some boys. She will. She will. She will. Like, I want to see what's going to happen with her when it comes to her love life, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point soon, because she is in a committed relationship on Good Trouble right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, her work environment. Like, so, of course, she goes into tech. She goes into, like, this app coding. Yeah. App development. Is very thing. skilled, right? Like, mm-hmm. we know it's predominantly men. Just men are all over the place. Mm-hmm. There are some women. And Mariana, like goes back into this space like she did when she was in high school mm-hmm. with the robotics team and she's like all right i'm gonna get some girls in here and we're all gonna come together and talk about our grievances and mm-hmm. our issues and the pay gap and all these things so very relevant topics mm-hmm. um because a lot of people are dealing with this today i feel like in in that field and so she's just kind of like figuring out <laughs> how to balance that mm-hmm. with her work also with her relationship because she yeah. is in a relationship with a guy that's mm-hmm. on her like working with her yeah 
And he's trying his best to, like, you know, <laughs> balance all of it, too. Poor thing. Like, I worry about him. <laughs> he's the only, like, decent guy yes. in that work environment. Because she enters the work environment and she goes in being herself, like, all cute. Got her cute yes. outfit and her red lipstick and her heels. And she's like, I'm ready to work. Da, da. And she gets shamed for it, essentially, yeah. because these guys are, like raggedy dudes who just like whatever don't care about all that and they don't take her seriously and it is and it is you know the the with the fosters in good trouble there's a lot of relevant social issue yes. plot line so it can be kind mm-hmm. of cheesy sometimes but you know I, i'm sure it's really happening in the world and um she begins to kind of like dim her own light like she starts not dressing the way she wants to dress and she you know she pulls back and she she pulls back she tries to please them yeah it it goes it's some of the struggles she's had continuously in high school that want to fit in that want to be popular and well liked and all that and so you know the first few episodes of good trouble we see her doing that and you can tell she's really unhappy and um she's going out a lot and mm-hmm. and, and kind of just not really taking care of herself not, not running up their credit card bills yes, oh my god that's true i forgot about that when her moms are like girl what i know mm-hmm. and then um but she's making good money mm-hmm. and um but then she kind of comes to a realization like i don't need to do this this isn't right i shouldn't have to change who i am just mm-hmm. to please these people who who, what does their opinion matter, yeah. you know? And the boss actually really likes her and really respects what she's bringing mm-hmm. to the table, mm-hmm. but they can't they can't deal with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were jealous. Like, there was some mm-hmm. series when they noticed that she was doing great and getting in tune with this, mm-hmm. the, the boss, Ian, or whatever. What's his name? Ian, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when they see her getting, you know, recognized by him, the guys that are on her team, they're like hating Mm -hmm. except for Raj her boyfriend Mm -hmm. you know but he has another issue Mm -hmm. with it so we get to Mm -hmm. see like how you know her being a woman in this environment like there's some very thin lines she feels she has to tread with them in many ways yeah because okay if I'm if I'm cool with this boss like there was this big rumor at one point Mm -hmm. you know about her and the boss and Mm -hmm. it's just she has a lot of things to juggle with her workplace and Mm -hmm. it seems like she's there all the time like on the show um, and then her and Callie's relationship changing, oh, you know, yeah. like throughout Good Trouble, like it's mm-hmm. been, you know, they're still supporting each other, but there's also, there's always been this jealousy thing, like mm-hmm. we talked about with them, um, when it came to men, when it came to who's doing more, right. who's making money, mm-hmm. who's more successful, um, they support each other, but then there's also this like divisive thing going on where they're like, eh, I don't agree with what you're doing, but yeah. Um, but Mariana has a point with a lot of what she says. Mm-hmm. And I think she has this, like, she kind of has a big sister thing with Callie in some instances. Like, they go back and forth with that. Because I can't remember who's older, but I feel like Mariana sometimes is like, ooh, you're tripping. Like, what, is, yeah. what are you doing? And mm-hmm. then Callie will do the same for her. Right. Um, so it's really neat with them, too. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that they're, like, growing into adulthood and like figuring out you know what's important to them like we see her values have stayed the same but Mm -hmm. then there's also like a shift in them with some of the things she deals with on good trouble Hmm. um she's just she's boss i like her yeah she (laughs) i mean I, i think she's a character that they you know she 
does her best, but she's flawed in yeah. a lot of ways. Like we said, with jealousy and competition and just a, a need to be liked that sometimes gets in the way of what she really wants to do and her values, you know. But mm-hmm. but she also um, has so many, like, positive attributes. You know, she's really non-judgmental and accepting of others, and she works hard, and she's kind of got this, like, um, idealistic, like, way about she her, does. you know. like so she has fault sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. So she's complex. She and and she's, I mean, from what we see on the show, really resilient, you know. And mm-hmm. I, and you know, it's a TV show, so they're not going to show all of the um, what comes with being a person who was adopted with a drug addicted mom and an absentee dad and yeah. all this stuff. But but I think they do a good job of incorporating that a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and and showing you know her concern for her brother who had a traumatic brain injury yes. and. Um, her relationship with her body like they do a good job of kind of keeping that in the back of your mind when certain issues come up absolutely Mm -hmm. they do and like Mariana is a very multifaceted very layered multi-layered character Mm -hmm. Um, everyone on the show is but like with her there's just a a totally different feel I feel Mm -hmm. like I think that's why we picked her you know her being a woman of color her being very um certain of herself but also she has this ambivalence like mm-hmm. that she has both and i think that's very real yeah like she, I, it's mm-hmm. very real a lot of women mm-hmm. experience that um even into her you know we see her as a teenager and then going into 10 years later mm-hmm. like she's still going through things like that and mm-hmm. figuring out you know what to do about how she feels about things she she's open-minded but also has that idealistic thing. Yeah. And I think she assumes the best of everyone, too. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. there's, like, a naivete, you know? Mm-hmm. But I like the way you said that she has this ambivalence where it's, like, I think when we first meet her, she's so, um, I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. Let's just yeah. have fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And then as she's getting older, I think she combats that and doesn't isn't mm-hmm. quite so um, wishy-washy in that way. She's yep. more serious and she's more grounded. Whereas in the beginning, when we meet her, she's very flighty. And I mean, it's I mean, she's a teenager. There's no reason Mm -hmm. to not be that way. But flighty, fun, carefree, (laughs) a little bit up in the air. Mm. Um, And I think that's when Jesus was kind of being grounded. But then we see like we see Jesus's issues kind of come out the woodwork. And then she kind of becomes that grounded force for him. Yeah. They kind of took turns. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's fun. I she like is. her. She's so good. I don't know. She's just compelling, I think. I think, I mean, and it's funny because Callie, to me, Callie is supposed to be the one that's like that. Yeah. But I, I think Mariana is just more enjoyable to watch and see grow for some reason. She's more dynamic in that way. She the is. way they've written her. She has a strong presence. Mm hmm. Um, Because even when she was kind of silencing herself, when she went into work and was wearing Mm -hmm. these little, like, she even got the glasses, (laughs) her little jeans, little screen tees and jeans and, like, bands and stuff. And she even, like, she was silencing her. Mm -hmm. She was dimming herself down for them. But she still had this presence because you knew she was irked. Like, I I knew, I was like, oh, she's so over this. Like, Mm -hmm. she feels, and and I remember her saying things like, you know, I just, it it doesn't feel right to hate your job. Like, Mm -hmm. things like that. Because she loved what she did, but the work environment was so tragic for her because she wasn't able to be herself and because she felt like these men were telling her she was wrong for being a woman, basically. Yeah. Um, It was very ignorant. And then she found solace in, 
and Raj and like mm-hmm. the, the ladies and yeah, like him her being other an ally and like coming in and being like look I did it you mm-hmm. know when they got busted for whatever that thing I yeah, it was, was it? oh putting the out the pay yeah, yeah she she finds a list of, or she uh, compiles a list of of everyone's um, wages and, and basically showing you know the women and the women of color and the people of color are getting paid less than the yeah. white males and she puts it out there and she you know doesn't disclose the names but um, basically she's in a position where people know it's her yeah. who did it and then you know Raj covers for her and all her female friends co- and even that lady kind of she yeah. does, she was rooting for her we thought she was going to be like an enemy or something but no she yeah. she wanted Mariana to come out successful um, so yeah she was a, that was ballsy it was great because she didn't she didn't know what to do I think like I was like oh my gosh she's gonna stand up and she's gonna take the rap for everybody yeah. but I couldn't see her doing I was like this is just wouldn't be right like yeah. they, they they took part in it mm-hmm. as well she might have been the, the front runner mm-hmm. but she they took part yeah. you know Raj was the one that got the men's stuff and, mm-hmm. and, and helped with everything because I mean he was willing to sacrifice that and just seeing their relationship too like I love how you get to see these multiracial relationships with her, like her being a character and like the things that she would have to experience with those relationships because they've had some cultural differences. Like Ah. I've been thinking like, I want to see in the future Mm -hmm. if they become even more serious, which they've been serious. Mm -hmm. Like Raj is very tolerant of some of the things that she does and vice versa because he's kind of like territorial with her like he's like no you why are you going with him like he knows mm-hmm. that Mariana's a beautiful mm-hmm. woman he knows that she's like sought after so he gets a little uncomfortable yeah um but I want to see like her meeting Raj's family you know like I'm mm-hmm. like okay what mm-hmm. if she meets Raj's family like what that would be an interesting mm-hmm. thing too you know Yes, they're both people of color, like, but what is she going to experience coming into this household and them seeing, you know, a Latina girl coming in? And it's just, there's so much they could do. Yeah, that would be interesting to see that. So hopefully they show us a little bit more, more of that. And yeah, I hope for her, yeah, I hope for her, we continue to see her to grow and like challenge herself. I, I think what I like about, and I, and I kind of said it earlier with, other characters in the show they get into these very like complex like moral like ethical things and i feel <laughs> like with her yeah she has her challenges but yeah. it's not so like what are you doing stop doing that like yeah. she doesn't it, i never really i mean at least from what i'm recalling i don't feel that with her so much like i mm-hmm. understand why she's doing the way she yeah. what she's doing like i understand where she's mm-hmm. at and she never or very infrequently crosses that line whereas like Callie and Jude and Brandon and all them they're like freaking all over the place with their moral compasses and all that and so I hope we see her challenged but but in a way that's not so um dark and gloomy you know because that's just so not her character Mm -hmm. like she is she's fun and she's light and she's you know she's the one that wants to enjoy life yeah you know and I, and is. I think maybe that's another reason why I like her because she's not doom and gloom she's like she just wants to enjoy life and have fun and date and you know have her career and go out and do all and I just I think that's healthy like for so. someone her age mm-hmm. like throughout the show like as we saw her as like a 15 year old and then now in like her early 20s like she's kind of where she should be developmentally yeah. and so I just hope that that continues for her I do too, I do too. <laughs> you know I really do I want her to like you know 
create her own. Like she's gotten to a point, like she stands out and she's front running more, like bigger mm-hmm. things. Like mm-hmm. she's done some great things in Good Trouble and like she's a very professional person, but she's also very driven by passion and mm-hmm. like her emotions mm-hmm. as well. Like she's just like a good ball of all of it. Mm-hmm. Like and seeing her working so hard to do what she wants to do, like she wants to succeed. But then she's juggling all these different facets of her life. Yeah. And trying to stay afloat in the mm-hmm. midst of all that. But she does it very well. Like, they make her character. Like, she doesn't seem very dramatic to me. No. And, you know, I think one of the things that probably maybe feedback for her, like, in how she handles things, is maybe just to focus more on herself. Because yeah. I think she gets caught up in focusing on others and mm-hmm. wanting to help others. Because she all is such time. a social and nice person mm-hmm. that sometimes she goes in a whole nother direction where it's like girl reel it in like just reel Mm -hmm. it in like you just gotta worry about yourself like it's okay like you don't have to save the world you don't have to fix every problem i think that's when she finds herself getting into Mm -hmm. you know some issues Mm -hmm. yeah so that would probably if like she was a real person and like in my office i'd probably be like focus on yourself like what can you control about this situation like you can't fix it all you can't at work yes Like, you talk about this all the time. Like, girl, self-care for you that doesn't involve tons of money. Exactly, exactly. That kind of thing. Yeah, Um, just calming it down just mm -hmm. a little bit. Just a little bit. That would probably be the feedback for her, I would think. I think so, too. But I think overall, she's, like, a well-adjusted, like, Mm well-rounded person. And I think they do a good job of showing that with her. Yeah, yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. She is well-adjusted. I, I think Mariana was a good one for us to talk yeah. about. Yeah, we, we love those well-rounded people. We do. We <laughs> always like pick somebody and this like... <laughs> <laughs> And I hate to like sound like I'm picking on Callie's character, but like, girl, she's just a little tyrant. She wears me out. It's hard to like her. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other, you know, Mariana, even Jesus... Yeah. You know, they're more... Jude? They're just... Uh, Jude? Nah, Jude can be. But Jude he, can be a stressor. But, but, he, but he all right. Yeah. He's all right. <laughs> even Brandon. Like, even Brandon sometimes oh, makes me laugh. But... Mm. Brandon and him on Good Trouble. You remember when he popped up on Good Trouble? Yeah. Was it only that one time yeah. so far? I want to know more about his marriage. Because he was like being an Uber driver or something like that. Because mm-hmm. they were doing that little scavenger hunt yes, thing for a girl's I remember birthday. that, yeah. And he didn't want Jamie to see him. Because Jamie's uh, his wife's brother. Bro- Yes, exactly. See I forget how messy. That. I forget that. See how messy. I know. Callie and Brandon have history. Oh, and then they might be with and siblings. They might be with siblings. That's not okay. Weird. But anyway. Well, that was our just discussion, brief discussion yeah. on the character of Mariana and if you watch those shows hopefully you like her as much as we do or see you know what we about like what we like about that character and why i mean i think it's important to show characters Mm -hmm. like her on Mm -hmm. tv and agreed yeah so okay you can catch the fosters on netflix like it's very yes absolutely it's lengthy but you get a good dose of like if you like the you know dramatic shows that are covering a bunch of different things like this is the show for you to watch like it's a really really interesting one so and then um they can uh, also watch good trouble on the freeform um website too i think yes on the app or whatever mm-hmm. you and if yeah. you have hulu you can access it there too like if you pay for uh, yes. hulu you can access it um on there and they have every episode up to now 
Um, cause it's it's on a break right now. I don't know when it's coming back, but yeah. So that's our discussion on Mariana. Hi. Now we're gonna jump into what's feeding our souls for this time that we are recording. <laughs> like it ain't this week. It's been an interesting um, few months. I know, huh? Mm-hmm. A lot going on. I know, and it's we apologize for not being more regular, but I think this is working for us for right now. You know, it it's life is busy, and this is something we still like to do, and it's fun, but I think we want to keep it fun. We, we don't do. want to keep it as We work, don't want to make it you know? so, like urgent in that sense yeah. like we'll still do it but like you know we're we're in a, in a stage too transitions where, yeah transitions. where we're figuring things out so and the fall and the holidays mm. it just never slows down it doesn't it really doesn't the it makes me sad because it's my favorite time of year but it goes it by so fast and it's so busy yeah yeah it is i'm starting to really enjoy fall myself i love fall like it's since my last year and and this year it's even more fun because i'm like in the stage of pregnancy where i'm like smiling all the time yeah. so it's like well and okay. then people see you so you get some people special treatment people you, holding doors for it's you. crazy <laughs> dijon asked me so he was like do you feel like people treat you different uh-huh. because you're pregnant he noticed it yeah. and i was like they absolutely oh do. i'm sure i think it's a twofold right because yeah. people all up in your business yeah, and like no, touching you and doing all this and crazy stuff that so <sighs> much and i don't then, like it and then but also too you're like do you need a snack do you need water should i open the door for sure. you girl go rest like you know it's probably all that stuff too right i would imagine yes. oh it's all of that it's all of that <laughs> it's a lot it's it's, it's kind of like you know you just kind of want to be on your own and mind your business and people are very like intrusive when you're pregnant like it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like okay well i know i'm sporting this this stomach this right. belly and you see that there's a human in there but like he don't want you touching him like yeah. that and also just you know being being mindful like i think it's taught me a lot about how to treat being pregnant has taught me a lot about how to be with people who are pregnant. Yeah. Like yeah. in the future and in, in the past, like I've only been around maybe like two pregnant women mm, in the past, okay. like that I was, you know, closer to and they were more like family. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now I'm going through it and mm-hmm. I feel like it's helped me to inform my decisions on how to communicate with a mm-hmm. woman who's pregnant and not assuming that I know how she's going to feel because it's a very up and down thing. Like yeah. it's not, it's, it's very fun. It's also a lot of work. It's well, a lot and of emotions. emotions. Yeah, I was going to say. And mm-hmm. everyone is different, too. So, you know, I'm sure you get a lot of feedback from people who are mothers who are mm-hmm. like, oh, girl, do this. Or, oh, this is how this is going to be. Yes. But in reality, which is, I'm sure the feedback is nice to have. But I could see, too, where it's like everyone's different. Everyone's body's different. Yeah. No pregnancy is the same. No. And um, I think people may forget that. They do. They yeah. do. You know, like, and and I'm trying to keep in mind too. Like, so somebody told me this, and then we'll move to our yeah. What's feeding our? No, soul. I think this it was is important. A great, mm-hmm. What was it? And I feel like it was a man. This man I work with, and he is very wise. And he was like, you know, just know this: your pregnancy, your delivery, and all of that is yours. Yes. Like, it's not gonna look like everybody else's. Right. Because I think he has, like, five children. And so he saw his wife through, like, multiple mm-hmm. pregnancies and, yeah. and births. And he was like, you know, it's it's yours. It's not always going to be mm-hmm. how you want it to be or how other people tell you it might be. Like, just, just be with it. Just do what you got to do and feel how you feel each day. And, like, 
do what you do your thing. Mm-hmm. It's yours. It's it's gonna do what it does. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. I'm just yeah. kind of like you know every day I feel a little different, and when I want to rest, I'm a rest, and when I want to do things, I'm gonna do things, and that's so not me. Yeah, you know, it you is, have to listen it's to a your new body. Part of yeah, me. Uh, so, but that's yeah. beautiful because you're getting attuned to how you mm-hmm. feel and what's going on in, with you mm-hmm. and on the inside, and I, I think that's great, you know, and. Um, I'm sure it's exhausting and you're going through a lot of emotions. Like you said, it's different every day, but, um, yeah, that's like your journey. And I think it's great that there's like a community of like mothers and women who like, you know, band around people who we like when people become pregnant and all that, but also to that boundary of like, not all feedback is going to fit you. Like not all of the same symptoms are going to happen to you. And um, it's okay to not want people rubbing up on your belly. Like that's cool to, you know, all those, yeah. all those things. It's like, all okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know it's going to come with a lot of different things, you know, moving forward. Like it's different right now as, you know, he's not with me, right? He is right. with me, but he's in me, but right. I don't know him yet. You right. know, like that. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, I don't know you like that. <laughs> I don't know him yet. Like, I don't know what he's going to want. You know, I don't know what kind of baby he's going to Yeah, be. what's his personality going to be? Yes, like his, his temperament. temperament. Cause they come into the world with that, I so know. it's like I know. Isn't that crazy? You have to just radically accept yes, like who this person, who is. this person is, and that's then, a like, challenge. Hope that I have an influence in some ways and teach him what I want him to know and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, but just like giving myself the the space to know that I'm like, this is a day to day thing. This is a moment to moment thing. Sometimes I'm like ecstatic. Sometimes I'm scared. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like that's those emotions that come up. Um, It's it's beautiful though. Yeah, it really is. So beautiful. You're right though. It's come. It's complex. So Mm -hmm. it sounds like you're where you need to be. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Accepting Mm -hmm. where I am. Mm -hmm. I have to presently. Oh, I'm sure. Have have you feel like this has helped you be more present? Yes, oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, that's great. I pay more attention to my body now, mm-hmm. and I pay more attention to my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been very like introspective and and tried to understand what I'm thinking, and then be very mindful of like you know the fact that like my my thoughts are going to be different every yeah. day, and like it's okay for me to have a moment where I'm like kind of negative, and I'm going to reframe that and help myself get there. Other days, <laughs> I'm like. I struggle with it Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, okay, I think I just need to be in this now Mm -hmm. and do things that make me feel better. Yeah. And not do so much mind work. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just, I I have to like immerse myself in what I need every time. That's my biggest lesson. Like so far, immerse yourself in what you need. Like know that this perfection is, it's helped me to get out of that too, Mm -hmm. because that's one of my biggest Mm -hmm. issues and troubles is being kind of a perfectionist and trying to have my hands in so much. I can't have my hands in so much. No. Simply because, like, I'm just dating a human being. Yeah. Like, that's that's plenty right yeah. there. You know, and some women may be able to be doing 17 things mm-hmm. at a time. That is not who Ava is. No, like, and that's not okay. That, not that person, so... And I'm accepting that about myself. Like, mm-hmm. I have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Over anybody else being okay with it, I have to be okay with it, so... 
that's where I'm at. Yeah. And I'm just ready to see what he's going to be like. It's going to be know. interesting. It's like all these question marks. I know. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. That's exciting. It's going to come really quick. Very so. quickly. Like, <laughs> I guess enjoy it while you can. Enjoy the pregnancy. That's another thing. Enjoy yes. the pregnancy while you can. Because yes. soon it'll be a little person in your in Lord. Your goes by so fast. It does. Okay. So what for you? What's feeding your soul? <gasps> well, I just got back from Italy. And that was mm-hmm. awesome. And that was... I just think I didn't realize how much I needed a break. You know, mm. I don't I don't think I realized how much I just needed to I hate to say escape because I don't like that. I don't I don't think that's always healthy to escape, but that's what vacations are for. But it, it felt nice to just be present and to yeah. just I couldn't control what was going on at home. I couldn't control, you know, work. I couldn't control all these things, you know, so I, I just was forced to be present. And I, and I think that's what I find whenever I go whatever out the country or just, you know, away. It's, it's just nice to be in the moment. And I and I think you know because it was it was a 10 day trip so it was like you know a nice length of time i realized how much i haven't been doing that and that's just something i always struggle with it's just a challenge that i just always always have i'm constantly working on it and um so you know coming back i've just made a lot of effort to each day take it for what it is do things that i enjoy each day whether that's just like eating a good meal or, you know, talking to somebody who makes me happy or, you know, I think like this weekend, I like I went to the farmer's market and today we went and got like breakfast Aww. and coffee and it was like fall outside and like just doing things like that and I'm, like trying to take care of myself, like, like just what I'm putting in my body, like the food and like, you know, exercising and all that. So I'm just, I think it just reminded me like being present, like taking care, literally not just the self-care in the sense of I'm going to take a bubble bath and watch this show or whatever. It's like what you're feeding yourself, like what you're telling yourself, all those things. And it just got me back to that. And probably that's, I mean, I feel like the, what's feeding your soul, mine is always kind of related to something like this, but um, I think I just needed that big reminder, you know, and it's just nice to have that. And I'm hoping to hold on to it. I think, again, it takes work to hold on to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just going to see how it goes. Luckily, it's like a fun time of year, you know, where people like get together, whether it's football or the holidays or whatever. And I think that's going to be nice too. It will. Yeah. So I think just all that, just like, being present taking care of myself like nutritionally like mm. health wise i think mm-hmm. that has played because that plays a big role in like your mood it and does. all that like how you're just percent. how you're feeling your energy all mm-hmm. so I, I think that i just was inspired by that over there too because they just eat so well and mm. they i mean even though it's pasta it's like different pasta from what we're eating and it's yeah. just people you know they're so active and like energized and like that's just inspiring to me so Aww. yeah Look at Cheryl traveling. <laughs> Girl. And I'm going to Austin this week for a conference. So hopefully that'll have some fun moments oh, too. Absolutely. Yes. I love Austin. Texas. I know. I know. Austin's the best. Austin's the best. They have the best food. They do. They have all kinds of different food oh, places. The, the whole look too. Like in certain mm-hmm. areas. Like I that what is the area? It's like these these rocky like yes. it's very, spots like very Calif- nature yeah like California yeah. kind of and I've never been in the fall so hopefully it's not like scorching hot probably not 
I don't think it will. I, maybe. I don't Who know. Who knows, right? Because I've been in the fall, and it felt good. Ooh, okay. I'm so, excited. Well, I mean, but it depends. Because yeah. I feel like Austin kind of goes through some well, like us. like us. Mm-hmm. Like Louisiana, so we'll see. But yeah. Austin is always a good time. Yes, I'm excited. Plenty to see. So, that's what's been feeding my soul, mm-hmm. taking care of me. What about you? So, mine is, I'm kind of jumping into your shoes right now because I'm thinking of a television show that okay. I've always like <laughs> I own this television show on a DVD box set and I invested in this because it has been such a special thing for me since probably I was a teenager more so like I, I remember seeing it of course it involves our good girl our good friend of the show that we would love to be a friend of the show <laughs> y'all know who it is Tracy Ellis Ross <laughs> Um, it involves her, and it's called Girlfriends. Now, oh, that's a good one. Okay. This is the thing. So, Blackish had like a back to Oh, the, you're right. It was a past mm-hmm. thing, and it talked about like intersectional feminism and like um, Rainbow. That episode was so great. Like, Blackish never ceases to no, amaze me. Blackish is Like, did good. you see it? No, week? but I saw the previews. Oh, my I, goodness. Yeah, I saw like what who was going on the show. I yeah. didn't know it was going to be like that. Like, it was just really a good episode mm. in the sense that, like, okay, for those of you that hadn't watched it, like, you might want to skip this part, but I'm going to talk about it for a little minute. Rainbow is, like, into her, you know, social activism stuff. Like, you notice that with, with her throughout the whole series, she's kind of had this side of her where she's, like, she gets it from her parents in a way, mm-hmm. you know? And so Rainbow is in this feminist group. She's the only black woman. Only woman of color. And... She doesn't see that until she brings Diane with her. Okay. She doesn't really see it being an issue. Because, you Mm -hmm. know, mind you, Rainbow has had this, like, whole thing where she is able to kind of like, all right, I'm I'm biracial. Um, I identify in many different ways. And also having Mixed-ish out now, which I've I've watched some of Mixed-ish. I haven't gotten into it like I want to. Like, I really want to get into it and like it. Um, but it's you know past rainbow it's showing you like a rainbow was a little girl and like mm-hmm. she went through all these things mm-hmm. being like didn't know what it meant to be mixed mm-hmm. um, and now it's like a big part of her identity like she claims it proudly but also claims being a black woman proudly which you can do both mm-hmm. um, so she <laughs> she brings her black friends in <laughs> she's oh, <God>. like <laughs> her friends now I don't remember how they said they knew each other I feel like yeah. it was college or something okay and rainbows, they're they're the ladies of girlfriends. Um, as we all know, those of you that love it like me, Joan, Maya, Tony, and Lynn. And they kind of like appear the way they were on okay. Girlfriends, which was cool. <laughs> I'm like, okay, their personalities are a little bit like, you know, what we saw on Girlfriends in a way. Um, so that was really cool. And then Rainbow decides to create her own feminist group at the end of the episode. Like she's like, all right, I'm I'm not, I don't feel represented here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need to have a group where there are women of color who can speak on their experiences because her friend who she was really close with wasn't wanting to hear her when mm-hmm. her black friends came around. And yeah, and that's such a, I think that's a thing that um, a lot of people of color speak about where um, their concerns or their experiences within a feminist um like viewpoint um, isn't validated by other and particularly white feminists. And that's a conversation that's being had right now where um, basically like feminism 
isn't just quote unquote white feminism. You yes. have to have that intersectionality and have to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. So no, that's amazing that they, that's complex. That's a, I don't know how I have to watch it. Cause I'm like, how did they talk about it? Cause it I'm struggling right now to, you know, cause explain it. Yeah. It's hard. And I'm having a hard time too, but it's just so cool how she slowly, but surely like, you know, of course, Bo is all about her kids. So mm-hmm. she's like, I want Diane to see it for what this is. I want her to be a feminist. And Diane was kind of looking at her like, mm, I don't care about that. Like, I always knew I was better than men. I don't need to be putting no label on it. <laughs> Ruby's kind of shutting it down, you know, like, so Rainbow's trying to express herself once again and being kind of shushed about it. But then Diane gets to be a part of the experience with her mom and see, like, mom, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, so her daughter, who's like a preteen teenager, is like seeing these things and helping her see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a really good episode, but we got to see the girlfriends again. And so knowing this was coming up, like I was itching for this episode because I, I want to see them together. Yeah. Like it was such a big deal to me, like going through girlfriends. Like I know every single, y'all, you ain't ready. I know every single, <laughs> I know every single plot line story, like with each lady, like they're such great characters. Like it was such a good show. And the main thing that led me back to it was an interview with all four of them that was probably about like 45 minutes long. And it was the ladies talking about like how girlfriends was such a big part Mm -hmm. of their lives and hearing the actresses talk about it and how it was such a big deal. I'm like, there's nothing like this now. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing else like this. Like girlfriends was a once in a lifetime thing to Mm -hmm. me. Like it was just you could see yourself in each woman mm-hmm. and it had the experience of four different black women mm-hmm. who identified in different ways who you know had different life roles and some of them cared about there was colorism they talked about like substance problems mm-hmm. they talked about um relationships was a big focus on it like overall though one of the things tracy ellis ross said Overall, Girlfriends was about the friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't even... It was all these things about them getting married and having... Uh One of them had a kid and two of them had a kid. And then, like, all these dramas they had. Was it... Does... Do people compare it to, like, Sex in the City? Is that kind of how people compare it? Or just curious, Mm because I wonder if that's the... You know what I mean? Like that time of yeah. the, what the what was going on in the world, and then it's like for yeah. women, African American women, for mm-hmm. white women. Interesting. It is like I've I've heard people say that, and okay. then also like looking at how insecure has been. Sure. In modern day, because girlfriends is old. Yeah. Girlfriends was out when I was in like elementary school. Yeah, I remember. In middle school, mm-hmm. it ended when I was about to start high school. So that was like, and I remember my dad watched it. Mm-hmm. And my dad, this is like a man. And he's just like sitting up here like, this is so interesting to me. And my mom got into it a little bit too. And like, there was just so many things about transitions in life. Mm-hmm. Figuring out who you are, mm-hmm. who you want to be. Um, identity is a big deal. Like a character we could break down. Like I could break her down in this moment. Lynn mm-hmm. on Girlfriends, her being an adopted person um grew up with a white family had a black father finds her father on the show like has this strange relationship with her her birth mother who has a lot of mental health issues like there's no drug stuff with the mom just like i think she's bipolar okay she is on the she yeah she deals with bipolar disorder and lynn is trying to like have a relationship with her mother but like can't do it because her mom is kind of doing all these things 
So it's just such a phenomenal show. And I pulled my DVDs out and oh, I watched a couple so episodes good. and I was just smiling. <laughs> so I'm like, I love girlfriends. Yeah, I don't, I've never, I think I've maybe seen a few episodes back in the day, like real, like elementary school I mean I but I do remember um I do remember in middle school this kid um this African-American boy who we you know the first day of school you write down what's your favorite show what's your name what's your favorite color he said girlfriend (laughs) and I remember because it would it would yeah I mean we were in middle school probably like sixth or seventh grade do not remember this kid's name at all like I could not tell you I mean maybe if I went through a yearbook but but I remember thinking that was interesting because it was girlfriends and what was living single mm-hmm. i'm i'm more familiar with living single um and i don't think he could but i remember thinking like oh okay because i remember seeing the previews oh, for gosh. it and stuff like that we would like um in day what did it, did, what channel did it come on not UPN. it was on upn okay so we would watch a lot of upn you at my it. daycare girl you know show <laughs> it's just I don't know why we were in elementary school watching UPN, but we would watch uh, Moesha and One on One, and um, and so we would see commercials for Living Single and Girlfriends. And so whenever he wrote, I was like, "That's a boy who's writing Girlfriends as his favorite show," and that was my only thought. But it's just funny that that has like stuck in my mind. So I mean, I'll have to look at it. I mean, I love Tracy, and I can picture their faces in my head. Like I know who the characters are Uh. and things like that. But I'll. I don't have the experience of watching it like that. I was more of like friends. Like, you know? (laughs) Right. And see, that's the thing. Like, I might have seen a few episodes of Friends. I know, I know. But I I think it was because, like, just knowing, seeing the little bit that I saw as Mm -hmm. a young person. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember my mom and dad being like, you are too young to be looking at this. Oh, yeah. Because it was kind of, it was grown. Like, now in my life, more so, I really, I got the box set when I was in graduate Mm -hmm. school. I got it then. And I was like, you know what, Ava? You got this little money. Like, (laughs) you know you want to binge on girlfriends and just, like, watch. And I watched it last summer. Dijon and I watched it together. And he was into it. Like, he was just in it. He was like, man, this is crazy. This is a good show. How many seasons is it? Like, eight. Oh, shoot. That's a lot. Eight. And one of the ladies drops off in the sixth season. And that was such a heartbreaking moment for my girlfriend's fans because it was Tony. And Tony and Joan have been friends since they were little girls. But Joan kind of switched up on Tony mm. and so Tony it was it was such I'm gonna have to uh, watch it I wonder if where if it's on like Amazon or like Netflix I mean I don't think it's on Netflix huh? people have so that in the interview they were talking about that and they were like you know we want to get it on something yeah but we don't have any rights no to it. like, we're in the forefront mm-hmm. of it and people are looking at us the actresses and they don't have that's business but we side. have no pull like okay maybe y'all want to talk to Kelsey Grammer because he was executive producer Shut up. maybe y'all want to Kelsey talk Grammer Kelsey Grammer Frazier? was looking to and that was something I learned too. I that learned is so weird because I think of him as such a monster. Yes. I know that's terrible. He's a hot mess. He like cheated on his wife oh, and like was so mean to her on uh I know Real yep. Housewives of Orange County. He's he was so mess. mean to her. Yes. But I love Terrible. like his work. So his work is great. It is what it is. He, he basically like backed it and problematic Mara, save. Yes. Fave. Problematic, problematic fave. fave. He's one of mine. But he bop okay, he backed that. All right. Hot mess. He's like on every single thing, every episode, you see Kelsey Grammer and you see Mara Brock Akil, which wow. Mara Brock Akil was the one who wrote, it was her stories that okay. they took. She wrote it and Kelsey wanted to have like some type of diversity explosion all over his, Good for him. his work, his catalog. So he was like, all right, cool. Let's get this young 
um, black writer, Mar Barker Kill. She's going to have this show, and it just blew up. That's awesome. So it's like, it's really good. I have the DVDs. Like, if you want to Oh, you have to, like, yeah. Them. Okay, I'll rent them. Oh, you can rent them, like, and just watch at your pace, because I will overdo it. Like, I watch the same stuff all the time, just trying to see something different. Uh-huh. But Girlfriends has so many, every single season was so different. Mm. Like, there were some things that people, I've talked to women of color, black women specifically, and they're like, girl, that, they, they kind of had us looking a little a fool on that show sometimes. Mm. And it, it, it was in a sense, mm-hmm. but... It was very real to me. Mm-hmm. Like every single one of them went through some type of transformative time, like multiple times throughout the show. Like we see, for instance, Tony being this like bougie lady, mm-hmm. quote unquote bougie. Um, she has a colorism problem. Mm-hmm. Like she's a darker skinned woman. She meets a darker skinned man and she was like, he's too black. Mm-hmm. I can't be with him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Tony. Maya, who's the funny one, like she makes all these like mm-hmm. jokes, and she's like, "You ain't um, light bright yourself." What are you talking about? <laughs> you know. And and my and Tony's like, "But I like I'm already dark. I can't be with a darker oh, man and have gosh. a dark child." And they the other that's ladies, so real though. People, I mean, real. that's real concerns today. Like, they tackle so many things like that. And then seeing Tony end up with a man who you never would have thought she'd end mm-hmm. up with. This little guy, this Jewish guy, Todd. And they have this little baby Morgan. And like, <laughs> so we see Tony being this like very selfish woman mm-hmm. going into being in a relationship with Todd, mm-hmm. having a child and it changing everything mm-hmm. for her. And then her in a relationship with Joan. Like mm-hmm. her and Joan mm-hmm. are tight. Mm-hmm. Joan will drop everything for Tony. You know, it's like joan gets a life though and she's yeah. like my life isn't about tony so we yeah. see them it's just wild wow okay so good so that feeds my soul till the day i die yeah <laughs> like it's such that a good show so good now i have i'll have to find i'll check it it's out so for good. sure it sounds good yes okay so that's where we are and also in the future so we know we got some loyal listeners out there um if there are characters that y'all want us to look yeah. at because we like doing these and there are probably many different people we could look at right um if you have ideas let us know yeah for sure that would it. be great mm-hmm yeah. yep just email us or dm us on instagram yeah mm-hmm. let us know hit us up on the i think you can you send a message on soundcloud i don't know I that's think, a good question i think you can comment um Whatever. We'll talk about it. Okay. Um, Signing off. Yay. (laughs) All right. And we'll be back soon. Yes.